it ain't exclusive if it ain't an Emlyn exclusive. It's your boy BQ, and we're in the heart of Silicon Valley here in downtown San Jose. Right? Where are you? Downtown San Jose? It's not downtown. Where's San Jose? We're in downtown San Jose. Uh, we're located right now at Unity Bulldogs right here on Park Avenue, not too far away from downtown. Um, very special podcast going on today. Um, I like to diversify the guests and give people opportunity to tell their story, unpack some of the challenges that they went through to pursue their passion. So uh, with today, uh, I have a very special guest. Uh, his name is Mario Rodriguez, uh, founder and CEO of Unity Bulldogs. Uh, which was born during the pandemic uh, in response to the challenges and the setbacks with the close down, the shutdowns, and a lot of the businesses that cater to the, the dog community were no longer available to people in the, in the community. I used to work at Petco as a groom, would you say? Yeah, like I was a groomer. No, yeah, I was a groomer. A groomer, um, basically a service specialist, uh, assisting and helping customers. Um, but through that, you were able to kind of build a relationship with the community through that. Because you're meeting people, you're getting to know them, but basically um, starting this as a business. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Mario Rodriguez is here in the flesh today. For the ones that don't know, now you know. Uh, thank you thank for taking you. the time to talk to me today. Appreciate oh, man. that. Thank, thank you for the opportunity. Yeah, as you said, my name is Mario. Uh, I have a dog grooming business. Um, it's, you know, everything relatively is brand new. Uh, I'm just trying to grow um, the dog groom, uh, grooming business be part of this industry and just, you know, just, we're just excited to be a part of it. And, uh, you know, we'll see where it takes us. And the reason why I was so, uh, like inclined to do this interview is because I really gravitated to your story. Like I, I, uh, obviously you met Binks, the young, you know, a little Mm -hmm. French bulldog running Mm -hmm. around here. He, uh, nice fence, by the way, that was smart. Uh, (laughs) Um, I, I, you know, I got, Binks for my girl's birthday um, and that was just like a you know a gesture because I know she loved the French Bulldog and I know she really wanted to have that relationship with a dog you know and I was really happy to make that happen and, and it, it changed our life you know like it changed our lifestyle like now I take him everywhere he's with me at the office I go to meetings with him like I go to the bank with him like he's just everywhere everywhere now and she also like um, I told her that it's like a representation of the next chapter because mm-hmm. like Binks mm-hmm. brings like new life new energy and i feel like she had gone through a transition with like the pandemic setbacks struggles Mm. and like i presented as like this is the chapter of like the future the new life yeah and i felt really happy to give her that pup so with that being said when there's a new pup in the life there's a you know cost and there's responsibilities you know basically he's a baby you know what i'm saying so uh i was referenced to unity bulldogs uh for my girlfriend she told me that I don't remember who told her, but I know for sure it's through social media. Like I know your presence on social media was very active at that time. And, uh, you know, I didn't think too much of it. She said at the appointment, she's like, just go. Mm. So I was like, okay, cool. I'll, I'll pull up just cause you know, I, I'm just going to do it. You know what I'm saying? And make sure he's good, clean. Yeah. And, um, as soon as I walked up to your spot, you had like this whole like aura going on. You had Jurassic Park in here oh, at the time. That yeah, was Jurassic right. Park. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the theme of Jurassic Park. You literally had like a dinosaur right here. When I really looks like Jurassic Park. Yeah, yeah. We'll get the, into that in a little bit, but yeah, now yeah, it really yeah. looks like Jurassic So, you know, Park. you had the whole uh, the whole setup and I was like, wow, this is like, it, it's really refreshing, you know, yeah. to see someone go a bit above and beyond. I got like a Rainforest Cafe vibe, like, you know what I mean? Like okay. just the whole aesthetics. So. And then I forgot who uh, attended to me, one of your staff, and they were super sweet, super oh, nice. Man. They took care of him, brought him back within 45 minutes, and I just, he looked amazing, you know what I'm saying? Cool. But mm-hmm. I was like, oh, you know, I started seeing all the stuff you were doing with the Bulldog meetups and just connecting with the community and just going above and beyond. I really respected that um, mm-hmm. because, like, I just, you don't see a lot of people that are passionate like that nowadays. Yeah. At least in my uh, landscape. But, um, yeah, I really gravitated to that, so I started asking questions. Started yeah. asking your staff questions. I was like, oh, so how do you guys do this, this, and that? Like, um, you know, the events, like, you know, how are you guys curating that? And yeah. there was already previous discussions because I told you that we organized the culture night market and stuff uh, in San That's Jose. Right, yeah. So I already had conversations about trying to incorporate the. Like something the pups. dog related to. Yeah, to, to the dogs. Doing, yeah. You know, now that I have a pup, I was like, oh, you know, this could be a good opportunity uh, to maybe cross, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So. I was just trying and, to and we kind of met them. like because i was also trying to do events you were yeah. you already did big events yeah so it was just like it was just like a perfect spot for both of us to kind of connect and just be yeah. like 
how, how are you doing this or how, how can and your kids incorporate dogs and in yeah. my case how can i actually make events legit yeah and make them better so i think it was like a perfect like time for us to like yeah connect. cross yeah connect in general um but yeah you, when you first came back yeah it was a jurassic theme yeah. uh yeah. For people that don't know, in in, in our uh, grooming salon, we have every uh, every month we like to um, change the theme around. Yeah, yeah. Um, so <clears throat> for a good, uh, I don't know, for a, well, this time it was like a month and a half where we had Jurassic theme. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it's my it's my favorite theme yeah. that we had done. So like yeah. I really made like a huge investment in de yeah. decorating. Uh, decorations yeah. just like getting a dinosaur statue fossils and stuff yeah, like that you guys had all that around the salon yeah. um and it was just like my little kid dream come through yeah uh, come through yeah yeah <laughs> come coming true yeah um and yeah um i mean that time was jurassic park um mm. and um you know uh, i think that was the perfect time for you to come by yeah. also because mm -hmm. that was my huge investment in decorations yeah. so, so i was, was like oh that's perfect yeah um, i'm pretty sure a lot of people said a lot of good things about that yeah too, people you know? really liked it like we went about like we actually I, I was really into it that i bought my whole staff the inflatable jurassic or dinosaur inflatables yeah and i yeah, made yeah. them like oh yeah, <laughs> yeah <laughs> so yeah, they yeah. were like yeah yeah they popped like they they they, they got it as a costume like nope for all day today everybody's yeah. wearing the costume the the, the inflatables <laughs> yeah and, um, start servicing people it was it was dinosaurs. fun like you know to, to do little <laughs> dynamics like that That's but it was funny. it was like my uh, um like i don't know just like my dream of like yeah. trying to do a i have my salon i can yeah. do a dinosaur theme yeah and um i don't know it, i think like well going back to our conversation yeah. i think it was perfect timing for you to come by yeah. and, and kind of see what we really all yeah. are about um and uh yeah man and that's the that's the beautiful thing about being a business owner right you could you know at the end of the day it's your say like what you want to do what you want to curate but in your shoes like you really are passionate about the community so you always keep their best interest in what you create yeah that's what i take away from all that like you knew that it was gonna yeah. make people feel good. Yeah, you know? I think like a, it's a little bit of everything. Yeah. Um. So it definitely, it's a little bit of for sure. Um, having the community, um, yeah. is for sure. You know, it, it's not really like what I say, but I'm like, I I'm, I like doing this. Yeah. I feel like people would like it. Or hey, I'm just gonna try it out, see yeah. what the response is gonna be. Yeah. Um. Thankfully, what we have done, like we've gotten a pretty good response overall. With yeah. you know having our dogs just roaming around um drago biting the pumpkin um and uh <laughs> oh yeah, yeah don't mind them <laughs> um um it, uh, just letting our dogs roam loose be them yeah uh having like uh, in terms of our grooming salon we we, it, it, we like to have everything cage free yeah so sometimes you see a bunch of our dogs roaming around yeah yeah that was one of the things i noticed too like yeah that was different yeah well. it's, it's obviously like you know trying to keep everything like also being aware of like every dog might have a different temperament but the dogs yeah. that can be roaming around we for sure you know we we let that always with the customer's consent yeah but um we we just like to keep everything just like a like a cool like friendly environment yeah. the dogs can have a positive experience with us yeah. um also the the clients the people the humans can have a, a, like a good experience with yeah. us we have the the like the the decorations where people yeah. can take pictures um after the grooming session is done people can grab their dogs take pictures <laughs> with them yeah so yeah. It, i think it's just like a win-win yeah like i like we'll to have it. the salon how i kind of like it it yeah. works out because the clients like it as well yeah. and it's a great experience for everybody yeah. anyway so um yeah it, it, it works out when i got a chance to meet you and i kind of you know express my interest on potentially collaborating with you um i was just you know after that point i realized i want to do more homework and just kind of learn more about what you were doing and then uh seeing you tap into different areas in san jose um to basically you know bring the community together i just thought all that was parallel to like the culture night market impact because it's like you're helping people you're like you're put and and i'll go into more context too because i feel like i want to explain how you even got here right yeah but i want to say that you showed that no matter what you were putting the community first like you were trying to like you like how we were talking off camera like 
it was like you want you needed to make it happen because you knew that the people were gonna not only appreciate it but they were gonna be impacted positively by that you know? yeah yeah i think in my case you know just to give people a little bit of a backstory yeah how we, yeah, yeah how we started it was um it was first just bathing dogs it yeah. was like we were talking you said off camera like how we kind of started yeah. it was like i wasn't really making any money off of this job that i had yeah. construction wise yeah um and then i wanted to do something dog related i first went into because i went i was working at this big corporation um and i got into it trying to be a dog trainer yeah but the precision was full so they moved me into being a dog groomer yeah um but um i I had i had just gone um i don't know it it was it it was like a weird time at the moment because before even getting the uh, working at this big corporation um i already have my dogs i already have my bulldogs yeah uh we were already doing like a bulldog meetup yeah um um which are events that we currently do now um, but we were already within like the whole bulldog like community. We were already part of it. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I had two dogs, two bulldogs. Um, I I met a lot of bulldog breeders, so I was like, hmm, maybe if I get into like something dog related, yeah, you know, I can get more in depth, like meeting mm-hmm. them, be a bigger part of the community. Yeah. So I wanted to train dogs. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to be a groomer. Like I wanted yeah. to train. Dogs, you wanted you wanted to be around well, dogs. I had no I idea. I wanted. Uh, that this was where I was going to you yeah. know, be doing. Mm. Um, but um, like I said, it, it started. So basically what happened was um, I was working construction and then I knew I knew people that had bulldogs. So I started making yeah. the, the the offer like, hey, like, can you know, if if I show up at your house and I bathe your dog, can you <coughs> give me like 15 me. bucks? Yeah. Um, People were like, yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, you know, at first it was just like me with a grooming table and a bucket. Yeah. And then I was just going to people's homes. Like we were asking them for um, for just some warm water. Yeah. And then I had the shampoo. Like, cool, I'll bathe the bulldog yeah, and yeah, here's yeah. 15 bucks. Yeah. Okay, cool. And then it started going like people had a bulldog, but they also had a poodle. And then they wanted like, hey, can you also do a haircut? I was like, damn, like, I don't know how to cut yeah. hair, like, yeah. but, I mean, we'll try it out, like, why not? Um, the first few were horrible, <laughs> yeah. um, and then I knew a groomer, I knew a, uh, 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 I knew this person, she knew how to groom, she had some experience. Yeah. Um, basically, I asked her, like, hey, if we kind of team up, <clears throat> and if I get the job, like, if I, if I get some dogs, can you show up also with me at the yeah. house, and can you groom them with me? Um, or show me like you groom them I get the job you groom them and then you know we'll figure it out <coughs> um, for sure we made a deal 10 dogs we were gonna do um, and then so I was just trying to get clients in just starting like that um, got 10 in the book and then I told this person, hey, I got this 10, 10 clients. These are the times. These are when we're going to meet up. These are their address. Let's show up. We did it. I ended up like liking it. I kind of got a good idea of how grooming worked. Yeah. Um, and that's when I was like, okay, hey, big corporation. Like, I know you guys don't have a, a dog training position, but can I be a dog, uh, a dog groomer? Yeah. And then there was a spot available. Mm. And then they sent me through the academy. Wow. And then they... Uh, I started learning more about grooming and um, at this point it was like less of a liability yeah because I was like I was kind of covered by this big corporation and had like an accident happen because I was just starting I didn't know yeah what grooming was really um, so like entry-level position essentially yeah so um, and then fast forward like a few like months later like COVID hit mm. and basically <clears throat> grooming like yeah, like January grooming January. was not an essential service or it wasn't yeah. an essential job. So um, they told everybody to just go home. Yeah. Um, and then something that not a lot of people know is that, well, a lot of my coworkers, they were like, cool, like, peace out. I can get, like, still can get compensation. I can still apply to get, like, um, I forgot what the word is, but when you can get uh, unemployment. Oh, EDD. 
Like, um, yeah, is what it's called, EBDUS? I think so. Unemployment. But, yeah, unemployment. I, yeah. but to me, I feel like it wasn't an option. Yeah. Because I have, uh, I'm under the DREAM Act. I have DACA. Mm. So to me, it was, I can't stop working. Yeah, yeah. Like, I can't be seen in paper as, as um, uh, in case later on, I want to get, you know, a legal status, which I do, like, DACA technically is a legal status, yeah. but if I want to pursue something bigger. Yeah, um, like citizenship, full citizenship. I, I don't want to say that I was asking for unemployment, yeah. you know, so, mm. like, that is not an option for me. I need to keep working. Yeah. Like, I need to figure out a way. <clears throat> so, that then led me to, like, and I honestly, I didn't want to make the jump, like, I, like, I was like, damn, should I start a business on my own or should I just go for it? But I was like, no, like, Peco is secure. Like, I don't want to, or shit. Like, <laughs> you know, this, this big corporation is secure. Like, I don't want to, 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 to get out of here, you yeah. know? Um, but the one, like, there was a day where I, I was holding on, like, out of, like, seven people that were working in the salon, um, five people were like, all right, guys, I'm out. Like, with that, like they didn't even think about it. They just left. Cool, yeah. I get unemployment, I'm out. Yeah. And then the last uh, the last two groomers in the salon were myself and another person that we were super cool with. Um, and then we're like, hey, like, I'm leaving until they kick us out. Mm. I'm like, okay, bet, like me too. And then, yeah, like two days after, a cop showed up at the salon and mm. he was like, hey, you two, um, I need to talk to the manager, you know, you, what you guys are doing right now, you can't be... It's grooming is not an essential, um, you know, uh, next time I come by, I don't want to see you guys working. So, so really quick, sorry to cut you off, but I, I really, I'm curious, that when that situation happened, is this at Petco yeah. or is this at, so they they came into Petco and made you leave. Yeah. So the the, the employee, like the managers or whatever, were you They met, couldn't like, do anything. They couldn't. They, like, because. But that's, so did they call the cops to make you guys Well, leave, people or? were calling. People wow. were like other grooming businesses. Grooming is not an essential. Oh, so other groomers were like calling. Yeah, them. yeah. Wow. So That's some so politics shit right there. Grooming, grooming in the other groomers in the area. I mean, and I don't blame them. Like yeah. you, I'll be salty too if wow. if my business had been shut down and I see another business doing the same thing. Yeah. I'm like, why are they still active and my yeah. while well, my thing is getting shut down? That's crazy. So yeah, there so there's a lot of that. Go ahead, I'll talk you to know, you about that. So <clears throat> that's what happened. Um, so that's why like authorities came like, hey, next time I don't want to see you guys here. Yeah. You guys and at that point, that. when laws involved, it's just and I'm like, like oh, fuck, yeah. like, what am I gonna do now? It. Now I have to do something on my own. Yeah. Um, and then honestly, like, sorry to say this, but I started doing grooming on the low key because yeah. you still couldn't groom. It's still not a service you could do. Yeah. But um, at the end of the day, like the hair. On the dogs were still growing like yeah, they still, still needed growing. a service yeah they're still service you know where were people be, gonna go like they yeah. were doing it on their own at home yeah but i was getting phone calls like hey like i just cut my dog's ear or i just oh, like, shit. can you like yeah can you, like what can they're i do? do it at their own but clearly they need it yeah, yeah so um i was like you know what like screw it like i kind of had an idea because i was kind of already going to people's homes with my with this other person to get some like grooming uh, under my belt um so when when it was like time to 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 just do it on my own um after the after the cop showed up and kicked us out mm. i was like you know what let's go back to doing the same thing show up at people's homes with a bucket and some shears now yeah and um and is you the person that you were collaborating with right <clears throat> or is this just you at the time? No, no, it was me and my partner. That's what I meant, yeah. Yeah. Partner. Okay. Um, so me and my partner, like, we started everything, like, from 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 uh, from scratch, really. Um, this was going to be, like, our kind of our third journey, start trying to start a business. Yeah. Because rewinding before dog grooming, we had been going to like um, the flea markets because we would go like try to flip um, shirts and try to flip oh, okay. just things at Goodwills, like nice. buy things from Goodwills. <clears throat> like thrift, essentially. Thrifts, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. So, the Capital Flea Market or Berryessa or? Uh, honestly, everywhere we can go into. Okay. Um, I didn't know anything about seller's permit. I didn't know anything about anything. Yeah, yeah. So there was this flea market at its high school that um, didn't really uh, uh, ask for any permits. Mm. So. 
I was like, okay, cool. And they only allowed you three times mm. to, to, to show up without a permit three times. Mm, okay. So once you, once you like check those three times, yeah. then you can't come in until yeah. you sell, until you have your seller's permit. Yeah. So I basically went to the Berriesa Capital, um, the high, uh, high school flea markets that sometimes they have. Yeah. And then I basically like burnt all my, my three options in every place. Um, and then it ended up not really working out for us. We weren't yeah. really selling as much. So I, w I was telling my partner like, hey, like, you know, let's, you know, let, why not just do like, that's how we started kind of just exploring, other exploring options. options. Um, <clears throat> uh, grooming or just like bathing bulldogs was another thing that we were yeah. trying to do. Yeah. And it just kind of started, like it just started kind of building up. Um, so during COVID, like fast forwarding now into COVID, um, <clears throat> um, you know, like, fuck it, let's get a table. Let's get a better bucket. Let's get some shears. Um, let's get just whatever basic stuff we need to yeah. just complete the groom. Yeah. And then, fuck it, let's, let's, let's just groom. And then, to be honest, there was another blessing. Mm. Or it, went, it was super practical because it was, it was right when COVID hit, so there was no cars on the road. Yeah, literally. No one was in, like, in the road. So I can go from one side of the city to the other in like, like 15 minutes, I'm there. Good times. Yeah, it good was times. a perfect time. <laughs> good so, times. So <clears throat> I could plan it out, like... I didn't, obviously, I didn't have a lot of clients. I couldn't make a route just on South Side or North Side San Jose. Like, yeah. I had to go, like, back and forth. Yeah. So, I was like, dude, there's no cars on the road. Like, yeah. perfect, yeah. you know? So, it was just, okay, in 30 minutes, I have to be grooming the other dog. So, I have 15 minutes to get there. I have 15 minutes to, yeah, yeah, to, to yeah. get my stuff, my setup. <clears throat> um, while I was, like, mentally getting ready to groom the dog. Because I was like, oh, shit, what type of dog? What breed is the one that we're going to do? It's a Shih Tzu. Oh, like, I don't know how to groom a Shih Tzu. Like, so I got there to the house. I used up the 15 minutes to get to the house. The other 15 minutes, it was me watching a YouTube video of like how like entry level grooming videos on like how to groom a Shih Tzu. Yeah. And then while my partner was setting up, so she was getting the water, she was setting the canopy shoes. And I was over here like stressing out like how do you like step one how to groom a, and i was watching videos and i was just like okay my 15 minutes are up you know let's get to it Let, let's let's just start grooming whatever comes out and you know I, it would take me like a good three hours to do a groom mm -hmm. normally that now it takes me like an hour hour and 15 over there like back in back when i was starting it was like three hours and a half and sweating <clears throat> and their end result was horrible like it it, it was super shitty Thankfully, some people started like, um, I don't know, like I, 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 I kind of like, they kind of liked me a little bit, but they wanted to give me like another opportunity. So now I had job for like another two weeks mm. and, and then they started telling their friend and then yeah. their friend and then it just started like a little chain. Um, and then thankfully, spread. like it started like building up. I started bettering my skills. And then after a while, um, because of winter season this was all kind of during the summerish yeah. like starting of the year mm -hmm. all the way to the summer yeah and then when the cold season was coming up i couldn't be you know i couldn't be grooming dogs under the rain yeah. i couldn't be grooming dogs when like colds you're doing this freezing. outdoor in, the, in like their everything houses? was outdoor was it at their house or like your house no it was at people's oh, homes so you guys are, okay, yeah right. it was everything was mobile yeah. so everything was was a bitch trying to figure out where to like where to the groom some people had a perfect front yard yeah just going in there other people lived in the tenth building like an apartment oh, so damn. we had to like you had to just go through all of it yeah there was one time where like the elevators weren't working so we had a huge like we had a grooming table we had a bucket and then we had there was just a crazy thing that we had to like go yeah. all the way up you had to go stairs yeah, so we're just trying to figure out the, the setup. In every different house, we had to figure out where we're going to work. Mm. Um, there was one time where I did, uh, I had a client where I showed up at, um, I think it's Mercado 20, Mercado 20. Yeah. They have, a, I think it's a smoke eaters. It's like a wing, it's like a wing, um, wing spot. Um, I think it's like a smoke eaters, I can't recall. But either way, I set up on like right next to like right on, 
like I showed up to the parking lot. I'm like, hey, bro, like I'm outside. And then he's like, okay, where's your van? I'm like, no, bro. Like, he's like, where's your mobile truck? That's how nope. funny. I was like, no, dude, I'm sorry, bro, but it, everything's outdoors. Like, yeah. can I go inside your, you know, smoke eaters and get some warm water? Yeah, yeah. And then I was like, I promise it won't take long. Yeah. Give me like 40 minutes. Like, yeah. you know, I'm already here. Like, yeah. let's do it. Um, yeah, dude, I, I groomed it. Like, I. Like, thank God it was a Frenchie. Yeah. So I was in and out. Yeah. But yeah, like I was right literally over like Mercado 20, like right next to the, you know, um, at a smoke eater, outside of smoke eaters, bathing a dog real quick. Yeah. Um, people were like, what the hell are you doing? Like, you know, but I was like, hey, like I'm just starting out. To yeah. me, it was the most like, like it was fun. Like it was yeah. fun doing that. Yeah. <clears throat> that's the up, that, I mean, that's the grind though. Like everything you're talking about, sorry to like kind of jump in, yeah. but. I, I mean, just what you just said, the elevator wasn't working, so you were forced to take the stairs. That's all entrepreneurship is. Like, you're constantly... Just figure it out. You're figuring it out. Yeah. You problem solve. You use your critical thinking skills, and then you find a solution. Yeah. Like, even what you were saying, <clears throat> and I want to take a little back. I, I want to give you a chance to finish, because we only covered half the story, for the ones yeah. who don't know. Um, <clears throat> um, being Latino, right, and mm. the circumstances that you're in, I think it's relevant to bring that up, because... Latino people, we have, we're, we're the type where we just keep our mouth closed and we just put our heads down and we just go through it. Yeah. Like we work, we don't complain, we just figure it out. Um, yeah. I'm pretty sure I can speak for most Latino folks. Yeah. Uh, my, my parents are from Nicaragua. You know, I'm a first generation American, but my parents came to the States when they were 18 years yeah. old. You know? Yeah, I think the biggest thing is just like, it's like, what's the worst thing that can happen? You yeah. Know, like, <clears throat> fuck it. Like, let, let, yeah. I think our mentality is more like, we're already here. Like, we, yeah. we made it so far. Why not just do do this or do well, that? Well, it's what's interesting, you know? though, because, like, what, like, and this is my experience. Maybe your experience might be different from mine. But my parents, when they came to the U.S., like, they came here for a bigger, a better opportunity. Yeah. Because, you know, at that time, there was a civil war going on and people were going forced to war. People were dying, so they were forced to, you know, come to the States. And um, growing up, the standard of, like, the like the strict, you know what I'm saying? Like, the school. whole, you know, you got to go to school. You yeah. got to, you know, college. Well. You can't be bad. You can't do this. You know what I'm saying? Like, my yeah. brother and sister, they went to college. They graduated. I, you know, went to J J JC, but I didn't finish. You know Me too. I, I didn't dropped finish out. either. Yeah. I dropped out, and I pursued entrepreneurship, and, you know, I, I yeah. still value and, education. And you know what? That's cre Like, now that you mention it, that's really hard for a lot of our people. That's what to, I wanted to, to ask to, you, because, like, sorry, get, I cut you off again. But no, no, no. Like, that's, that's what I want to know is that switch, like, that mental switch. When did you know that you were willing? Because, like, I don't know if your parents were critical of your entrepreneurship route because like my parents like they're so, so accustomed the to the like, funny thing you know what I'm saying? the funny thing career, and i don't know if this will help some people out yeah at the end of the day they're still going to be proud yeah you know yeah i think that's what kind of like like made me relax you know like because i dropped out of college yeah you know like um you know i i kind of uh, always want, always, of course, I always want to make my parents proud. Yeah. I always, thankfully, thank God, I always got like good grades, and I was able to show them, make yeah. them happy for you know for yeah. the moment. Um, but on coming to like my 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 journey my journey into college, I was lost. I yeah. was like trying to figure out what you want to do. What with your the life heck? Like, like high school easy. Like yeah. Here, you know, almost Homework, four, almost four point Like here, yeah. get it. Wow. Um, and I thought college, like, I got this too. Yeah. Um, got into college, man, and, and it was like, a, it, it was, at least in my experience, I was super lost. I was yeah. like, what the hell? Well, uh, JC, did you go to? San Jose State. Oh, State. No, state. Okay. Yeah. okay. I went okay. to State. But um, even though my high school, like, uh, I went to this high school where, like, they really help you out throughout the process. Even with all of that, I still was like, like, I don't feel it. Like, I don't, uh, it's not for me. Um, I went through my classes that I thought were going to be easy, yeah. that I had already passed in high school, yeah. but I, I was just lost. Like, I was like, I don't, I, I don't like this. Like, honestly, college is not, it's not where I want to be. A semester is like seven grand. Yeah. And I, out of five classes that I needed, I only got into two because everything's impacted. And, you know, from four years, I ended up 
looking at you know eight seven to eight years because yeah. i can't get into i can't get all my credits like so i was like you know what um the i made it in like two and a half years into college and i was like i'm not about to pay another seven thousand dollars just to you know just to get one class that i need like yeah. this is crazy like <clears throat> um so um you know that's why I, on the side I was kind of doing construction. I was trying to do like the selling of like flipping things. Yeah. And um, um, and then it was a lot of it was like a little bit of like tough trying to explain that to your parents. Yeah. Because all they want, especially I don't, I think this applies to like majority of cultures and, and, yeah. and different ethnicities, but um, at least like all they want is like like oh to say like oh my kid graduated or my kid's going to college or yeah. my kid's this you know and i know they say like oh as long as my kid is a good kid and i'm good yeah but in reality you also know that they they think it would be nice if they could say my kid graduated or my kid's at college yeah 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 so it was like a tough thing trying to like break it down to them we're like no but look how much money i can make doing this or no but yeah. look let me or let me try to give me like two months and I could show you the, yeah, you know? the result. Mm -hmm. So uh, the first like the first the first like um, trans I don't know if you can say transition, but the first month after just not taking my classes anymore and just be like, F that I'm out. And and now it's like shit like I did it. Like I'm not going to class anymore. Yeah. But now I have to show my parents that I can do it. Yeah, hustle at that point. You know, yeah. now I have to do this. <clears throat> now I have to make it because yeah. now I need to like not give them a reason to shit on me. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah. I know at the end of the day they're they're gonna be your parents, but yeah. you still want to make them proud. For sure. You know, so. Um, so. But did you? Sorry, to cut you off again. But did you? Did you get any pushback at any point in time? Like just because of the fact. You that know what? Thank God that. Both my parents um, didn't say it. Like, yeah. they weren't, like, they weren't concerned. Like, they were definitely yeah. concerned. Like, why are you not going to college? Yeah. I would have, like, walks with my dad at night. Yeah. Where he would be like, no, dude, like, you're, you know, college is the place to be, this and that. Mm -hmm. And then I was giving him hints, like, honestly, that's not worth it. I'm paying X amount amount to get this amount. Yeah. Of so it's not worth it, man. Can yeah. you you know I'm trying to explain to you that it's yeah. not at least in my case it's not you yeah, know yeah. So um, it was like my dad would never say like oh no like, but I could tell he was like, like I don't know like yeah. you know it's risky like yeah. But um thankfully I didn't get a huge you know yeah. But at the end, by the same time I was trying to also do my part of not to give him a reason to like. Yeah, yeah. I was yeah. always trying to be the kid that like showed up, like showed them that I could make it. You yeah. Know? Mm -hmm. High school, I got almost a 4.0. Wow. Um, I'm like, dude, here, like, you know, trust me, you know, like I got this. Like, if I fell, then then I fucked up, you yeah. know, and I can say that I fucked up later on. Mm -hmm. But um, at least in this point in my life, like, I don't think this is for me. You know, I can always like college is always gonna be there. Yeah. You know, college is it's, it's always gonna be an option. Yeah. Um, but right now i want to venture out and do other things and you know um and i think that's what my dad was like okay fine like you know so yeah like i didn't get a huge pushback but i think i also gave him reasons not to yeah because yeah. I, I kind of always showed him that i can yeah. do it and, and, and the only reason i wanted to highlight that is because like i think that's common like what you broke down like people that you know, as a first generation American, we're influenced that that is the route. Like that is the that is the only route. Like yeah. it's not even like there's options. It's like you go to school, yeah, you become successful. It. Like that's it. Yeah. And anytime you step out of that, that's why I asked if you had pushback because I got pushback. You know, because I got mm. a lot of pushback because you know, especially this whole hip hop thing, right? Like yeah. you know, Latino people ain't rapping like that. You yeah. Because we, yeah, you know, yeah. we're fans of the culture, but it's like we weren't the ones that created it. So it's like we're just. Uh, so having to explain that, right? And then yeah. make it make sense. Because I think, it's a, well, see, yeah. I think what I can kind of like uh, connect to your story yeah. is that now people, like now your parents see you and they're like, yeah. okay, he's making things happen. Yeah. You know, okay, now he's doing things, yeah. you know, but I you know. Like prove it, how to prove yeah, it. Exactly, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Like at first 
my parents were like, oh, te estás haciendo pendejo. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. what the fuck are you doing? Like, yeah, yeah, right, you're working from, like, leaving the house at 7 a.m. Or, like, not even 7, but, yeah. like, 8 a.m. All the way to, like, 9 p.m., you know, you know, not knowing that at 8 p.m. I was outside of smoke eaters bathing a dog, yeah, you know, yeah. when it was freaking cold. And, yeah. like, they, they, they didn't know that, you yeah. know, like... Um, but now that they see like th like that we like moved on from being that mobile to my friend's garage to now salon next door and the now growth. this one now they're like okay like now they're more like relaxed about it yeah. and now like they're, they're more like okay yeah like no yeah. I, I always knew you can do it yeah. i was like dude like now you do it <laughs> but, but um, um um but yeah i think it it, it, it kind of you know kind of connects with yours yeah. because now like you know fast forward a few they 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 see that you're you're there like this what you it was what makes you happy yeah and um um <laughs> and uh um you know and now like okay you know what as long as my kid's happy i'm proud like i'm good you know and mm. and, and i bet you that pushback is minimized big time yeah um now and I, that's how i feel on my end Mm -hmm. But um, but like I was saying, it's because I also give him a reason mm. to, to, you know, to not give me to that much. You. Yeah. Hey, hey, kudos to you, man. Four point That's that's impressive. What well, three point six? Hey, but, hey. <laughs> shit. I mean, <laughs> one point seven over here, man. Shit. Um, uh, we left off where you said that you were going in front of smoke eaters. You know, you were servicing people outside. Yeah. So we're still in the part where you're outside. We haven't gone into the building yet. You know, I want to okay. kind of transition how you got there right. from there. Right. So okay. Um, so yeah, we started going mobile. It started, it was perfect timing because it was like early in the year. Yeah. We, we went through that like the summer, summertime. Um, from the summertime, you know, it was kind of after that, it was obviously getting cooler. Yeah. It was raining. So on days that it was raining, we couldn't groom. We didn't have a mobile van. Like yeah. we were going at people's backyards and grooming, so we couldn't yeah. do that. Yeah had to cancel the whole day um you know it was like hey it's too cold like now it's getting cold early we can't be grooming at this times um it was um it was just like a huge like what are we gonna do now like it's you know it's winter season now um and one of my buddies uh he's like well i have a garage you know we can mm. you can use that um <clears throat> and um, he, he was one of my buddies that um, he's a dog breeder as well. Yeah. Um, I had gone to do some services on his dog before. And it, as a joke, it had been like months before, like, well, why don't you just do it here? And I'm like, and I'm like no, it's still working out. Like, I got yeah. this. I, like, you know, I want to. But then, like, wintertime came yeah, along and I was time. like, hey, bro, like, do hey, you. Is that <laughs> offer still on the table? Like, yeah. what's up? Like, can, can we still groom at, at yeah. your garage? Yeah, yeah. And then he's like, yeah. Like, you know, we'll work out a, um, you, you can rent it out. Just give me X amount and, mm. you know, you can use it. Um, it's got hot and hot and cold water or whatever you need. Like, I'm like, perfect. Yeah. We'll, we'll set it up. Um, so, yeah, I got like a little reception area and, and like. Mm. Um, so you set it up kind of like a miniature version. Yeah, of it was a, wow. it was honestly, it was a full on grooming. Wow. Like a full on salon. Yeah. Like it had a reception area. It had a waiting area. Which honestly, it was just like you turn this way, that was the waiting was like area. You turn this way, this is where I bathe the dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you walk straight, that's the reception area. Like, yeah. But we made it work so that it looked nice and people felt like, I, well, I hope that that's what they got, yeah. but like where they felt comfortable. Yeah. Um, and the best part that everything was one on one. Yeah. So, like, hey, you know, my three o'clock shows up. Hey, Jose, how you doing? Yeah, come in yeah. with Charlie. Like, yeah. we'll groom him. Um, you can wait right here. You can see everything that I'm doing to your doggy. Yeah. Um, I got a TV going on. Here's the remote. Um, you know, let me do my thing over here. So he's watching the TV. Uh, he's he can look at what I'm doing. Um, and it, it allowed me to kind of learn like dog behavior, like yeah. you know, uh, every because you were with them now. <clears throat> yeah. It was different because you were mobile. Now you're like. Yeah. And now I'm with them. Like with them. you know, yeah. the, now people waited for the dogs. They're not. Not all of them, but most of them were waiting for the dogs. They loved it. I was able to make connections that way, um, and it, it like it worked out. Like it worked out really well. Yeah. Um, and um, 
and that happened for like a I can't recall it was like a full-on like eight months or yeah it was like a, like eight months um and then at the garage at the garage yeah but then we were doing like we were doing dogs that like we were squeezing in like thankfully it grew our, our clientele grew yeah. enough where you know people are asking for like hey can you squeeze me in today can you squeeze me yeah, in today yeah, yeah. so it went from like doing my regular eight hours to like extending it oh yeah come after this dog and then another client yeah and okay come back. after that dog yeah, and so back, yeah or like um well, everything was back to back but now i was extending my whole schedule oh i see so yeah. instead of like getting in like at 8 30 um and leaving like i don't know like four yeah. or five yeah now i was leaving like at eight or nine p.m oh, so because one dog would take me forever to finish yeah, too yeah 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 um and then I was like, okay, you know what? Like, I can't extend it nighttime now. Now come like, I can't, you know, come earlier. Yeah. So now I was doing like a 7:30 a.m. Yeah. all the way to like 9 p.m. Yeah. And of course, my parents were like, "You're not grooming this whole time." haciendo pendejo, you know, like, like no, like, come out and see what I'm doing all like all day. Um, and so like you know like our clientele is growing. Yeah. So that and, and no, it was a blessing. It was growing, but now I had to think of like another setup now. Like, you know, now people were coming to me. Mm -hmm. um, you know, not everybody wanted to make that switch. You know, of course, I lost some clients that transition, um, and now that people were um, now that um, I kind of rebuilt clientele because of now I'm grooming. They can see everything that I'm doing now yeah um mm -hmm. but now because i was getting like thankfully i was getting a lot of clients and yeah. i had to like think of a different option mm -hmm. so um we we came out and checked this this salon next door yeah and we it was still covid yeah so we got a covid deal on it yeah so they left it who's opening a business like mid covid and like not yeah. a lot of people so they go they gave us a good deal on it um and we're like, let's do it. Let's just do it. Like, let's, you know, and I, I didn't have money to like build it out. Yeah. You know, it was just like, like I got a, um, my uncle gave me, um, um, I asked him for, for some money. Yeah. Um, I was like, just to do like the payments on, yeah. on the, the first month, last month and the, just you know, started, yeah, just whatever they yeah. asked for in the lease. And, um, and that's all I had, um, because everything that I had been making from the clients, I was reinvesting it into like a better clipper, yeah, a yeah. better this, a better that. Yeah, but like, one piece at a time, as, essentially. Uh, even to like right now, which had been like a good three years since then, like everything is going back in. Yeah. Everything was going back, back yeah. in. Um, so, but yeah, especially in that time, hell no. Like I didn't have, like all I had was what my uncle gave me to just get the place. Yeah. But, um, now I had a whole salon. I was doing, I had a better presentation for our clients. Yeah. Now I had a place where I could do the themes, um, decor, like yeah, decorations, like things parking. like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> and then, and I was like, this is perfect. Like I can, even if it's just me by my, like by myself grooming, yeah. I can still make it work with like paying this, um, getting some money to like better my equipment. Um, and then back when I was growing at, uh, working at this big corporation, I met some people that, uh, that became groomers. Yeah. I asked them like, hey, do you want to come over and, and um, work over here? And then uh, two of them came over and we just started, you know, started going at it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> and um, and uh, now like that lasted almost a whole year and then the fire happened. Mm -hmm. And then uh, the building next door caught fire mm. one random Wednesday and um, hit us hard. Like some fire like came through the side of our business um, or through our reception area collapsed, like the ceiling collapsed. Like it was a big like random fire 
Yeah. That, you know, we thankfully got the dogs out on yeah. like, safely. I remember you told me like you were in the, you were there. We were happened. like in the middle of like a busy day. Like we had clients in the salon, like we had doggies. Wow. Um, and then all we saw was like, oh shit, like there's, there's smoke, what the hell? Like, yeah. Let's get the dogs out. There's smoke already going in through the building at yeah. this point? Yeah, like at this point we hadn't noticed, yeah. but the building next door it was already collapsing. It, it was, was already destroyed. It was on fire. Everything was so. And what time of the day was this? It was like three thirty, four p.m. Did, did you guys ever figure out like what caused it? No, we don't know like what caused it. Yeah. Um, there were rumors that it had been some activity. Da, 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 like yeah. some people might have gone in there, but no one really knows what happened. Mm. Obviously, all we know is that it burned down. That's and, crazy. And like, on a random day, and you know, we had to evacuate. Yeah. And all I could do was just look back and see everything that we you know worked so hard for it just kind of yeah. burned down um that's crazy and so yeah no, and, then, and so the fire that. the mm. fire happened um and it was just like you know my team my partner were like whoa like what the, yeah like, what, what now what are we gonna do now yeah my team was like should i start looking for another yeah another job like, um, are we gonna be working? Like, yeah. y'all start speculating. So like, many things happen. that was going through my head. Like, yeah. what? Like, is anything sal like salvageable in the salon? Yeah. Um, because there was so much. Like, it wasn't a lot of like, f like, literal fire that came into our building. It was a lot of smoke, mm -hmm. and like, there was some a ceiling problem that we were having uh, around the reception area. Mm -hmm. That that's where like, the smoke came in through. Yeah. And then because the you know the fire department was pumping their water in obviously um it just like it was too much for the ceiling and, and like collapsed yeah and then it was it was a lot of like water damage floor yeah. damage and you know like all our salon kind of just flooded yeah and emotions must have been high you know you you're watching what you built basically yeah like it, like all i could do was just stand right outside and just and like, you're watching all this happen yeah like there's nothing you could do besides just fuck you know like, mm. like okay um, it ain't exclusive, but ain't Emlyn exclusive. You're watching the Emlyn podcast. I'm with my guest Mario Rodriguez. So I want to do a a timeline recap real quick. Yep. So you started in, I would say January, right? Doing yep. mobile. You yep. know what I'm saying? Going to people's houses, maybe like one or five, six clients. Yeah. You know, you were doing it in front of smoke eaters. You think yeah. You're doing it wherever, going up, up the stairs, ten floors to get to your yeah. client. Uh, transitioning into the garage. Right from yeah. there to the garage. Mm -hmm. Oh no, you were at Petco. You were well, from there. It was at the same time. Petco and that, yeah, right? Petco. I was there for like a good like four months. Yeah, so um, four months at Petco. Originally trying to be a trainer, transition into the grooming because mm -hmm. there was options to use that. Um, mm -hmm. Then you realize that the pandemic. Oh, the pandemic happened. Right. Yeah. Everyone in the world is affected by the pandemic. Yeah. Um, and you know. And you touch base on how the the complications of the pandemic, like things that people don't hear about, like how the police force you guys to yeah, basically like, that's that's wild, by yeah. the way. And 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 I like to touch on that too after because that kind of reminds me of what we did with the cultural night market. But um, from the Petco, four months, then you transition to do in the garage from Petco, right? Right. And that's eight months in the garage. Uh huh. And then from eight months, then you had built up enough to, and then you had talked with your uncle to give you that loan yeah. to build this, the original spot. Yeah. And then yeah. it burned down, mm -hmm. which you don't know the cause just yet, mm. but you were there when it happened. Yeah. Around 3, 4 p.m. that day. That's a lot in a year that you went through. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I want to just highlight that. You yeah. know, you went, you went from, you know, uh, trying to find the job you want to settling for a well, position. Yeah, so then, yeah, it was more like, it, it was more like a, like a year and a half ish because yeah. it was like the first year of COVID when like no no essential yeah. cert like uh, businesses could be operating. Yeah. So it was yeah it was like that February ish yeah. where we got we get you know we get the notification that we can be working. Yeah. I, I need to keep I need to continue working because. I have DACA, I have Dream Act, so yeah. I can't be seen as someone that's holding back or, or you know, just yeah. asking for help when later on, like, you know, if I want to pursue, I, that was my mentality yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, I need to keep working. Mm -hmm. um, so it was there, uh, yeah, it was like a, um, a year and a half because it was February, oh, building, yeah. um, you know, worked all the way mobile until like when the cold season was, was coming up. Yeah. 
and then that was where my friend allowed me to like or he rented out this garage yeah. and then the garage that was another eight months of, of being there yeah um and then build enough clientele to you know start this i know bit like a brick and mortar a brick and mortar location mm -hmm. all in a span of a year and a half yeah like that's a year and a half. that's amazing if no one's told you that i just want you to know like not a lot of people have tenacity to like yeah. encounter <clears throat> obstacles get through it and then find a, a solution yeah to continue. And, and you know what like i do want to take some time to like really emphasize too that um like yeah like when you when you say it yeah, like yeah it's, it's a lot but the like what we're talking about things that go behind it yeah it, it's also the team my partner that helped yeah. me out big time go yeah. through everything because it wasn't just like i want to do like, or i'm doing this this and that because when it comes to like what we've been doing like yeah. i'm the face of it with drago my dog yeah but also my partner was though like i said though she was the one setting up the canopy said like figuring out how we we're gonna yeah. where we we're gonna lay out yeah. as the whole grooming yeah um out. and she was the one that was like nope like you need to keep going like nope but what if you quit like your customers where are they gonna go or i don't know it was just like it was a lot of like reinforcement by yeah. her and just by like so i did want to take that time to like it wasn't just like me it was just yeah. like it was like everything kind of just was coming into place and um and uh and we you know just okay you know i'm gonna hold on a little bit longer okay hold on a little bit longer and then it kind of just like step by step by step by step and now we're just like here's another option here's another thing we can take on and we were just like taking things on as they came yeah um but yeah it was it was um it was me and, and my partner that we yeah. were doing everything having having all the support from your, your team your partner yeah my team all that goes family all family uh, um you know just like also my dogs too yeah. like like what if i get like i can always get a job but i don't want to leave my dogs i don't know it was just like mm -hmm. it's cool me having a garage now and just having my dogs with me all the time yeah i didn't want to lose that either yeah, yeah you yeah. know like so it was there's a lot of things yeah but um yeah it was um you know not just i don't know just want to yeah if, no it wasn't just uh, yeah there's a there's a, a so many things that go behind it it's yeah. not just you yeah know, um, and, and clearly, you know, I feel like the actions speak for itself. Like, I see all the work you've done, and people that are watching this are now probably going to learn about you, and maybe they're going to want to dive in to supporting you. Because mm, I think, uh, like I said, the reason I want to do this interview is because I want to highlight the untold stories that people don't know about that deserve that respect, that um, the flowers. That's what they say, right? Mm, yeah. Give people their flowers. Yeah, yeah. Um, and now we're standing in location number two. Yeah. Uh, this was your, this was kind of the, you were forced to kind of figure <laughs> a solution, right? Yeah, the, uh, honestly, every... And this is the spot next door, like right next now we're door. next door yeah. to the burnt spot. Yeah. And, you know, you were, you, uh, temporarily, right, you were doing it in the backyard for like a little bit? Yeah, we were in the back yeah, for like three months. Yeah, you were in the back doing it in the back yeah. for three months. Uh, you know, more uh, hotter, right? It was during summer kind of? Yeah, it was summertime, you know, we had to like get some fans going yeah. and just get like some shaded areas but yeah, yeah and then hey we were we were like honest with our clients like hey yeah. like you know our place burned down yeah um I see that. meanwhile we're gonna be here you know these are our options this is where we're grooming at yeah like if you're comfortable with your dog being here um you know of course we're all we're gonna take care of the, your dog and you know as best as we can but um, it's, it's not going to be the nice salon that we had next door. Like, it's Regan literally brought me back to my roots of, like, working outside. Yeah. You know? And uh, it's a scenario that I'm perfectly comfortable in. Um, working outside, working, trying to figure it out. Um, it was like, okay, um, guys, my team, we're going to work in the back now. You know? So if you're worried about where you're going to go, what... Um, you know about finding or where you're gonna work at yeah you know whoever is okay with it we're gonna be in the back you yeah know, if you're okay with it then cool if not then you know that's all i can offer for right now and, and that's that says a lot about you you know what i'm saying like even though like right now you're the one that's like at the end of the day everyone's affected right the whole yep. dog community is affected because you were the source for all the services right but at the end of the day on paper like you're the one that has to face the 
the cost and the setbacks and repairing. Yeah. And, you know, but what I appreciate uh, about community, like why community is so important, like they rallied. Like, I, I, dude, the, the local publications, like when I started hearing about it, I had already met you, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. when I heard, I was like, oh, that, that effing sucks, bro. Like, yeah, yeah. I, like, I was just there, you know? So I was like tripping out. Um, and then at San Jose Foods reposted it and some of the other local publications Yeah, that was it. huge for and me. And that, I saw that, you know, helped you. Uh, they had, you had a GoFundMe and people were like donating. Yeah, and, um, and I, I think the response in general had been, it was like amazing, you know? Yeah. Cause, um, I, I think um, throughout this whole time, something that we hadn't really touched on was like the Bulldog meetups. Yeah. Um, or just other things that we've kind of just done besides just being a dog grooming salon. Yeah. It was just like having Bulldog meetups because we know Bulldogs are a very like sensitive breed. Yeah. There's a lot of like misbreeding going on. So the yeah. Bulldog meetups are for like our place for owners to learn more about the breed. Yeah. Um, anyone's welcome, but if they, even if you don't have a bulldog and you're considering it, yeah. that's like a good place for you to like see what a bulldog is, what you know complications may be. People that have dogs already, like bulldogs, that's a place where they can get more advice on how to cure a certain thing that they're going through. Yeah. So there's like a, a like a good community there. Yeah. Um, and that's something that we've been doing. We had been doing for like a while, even before I was doing learning how to groom. Yeah. Um, I had my bulldog. I'm like, hey, we should meet up at the park and have a meetup. Yeah. So that like that community was a huge help for now that the fire happened. Yeah. Because they were like, no, they're like, now let me help you. Yeah, everyone rallied. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So and that was awesome, man. I saw you were even doing like, you were continuing the service and just receiving donations as like a way to continue to fundraise. Yeah. And I just like, much respect for you, bro. Um, much respect because it's like. Nowadays, people don't be working like that. You know, grinding is like, you know, some people have the options to just settle or, you know, find a shortcut route, but you knew that you had to do it no matter what. Um, yeah. So much respect to you and your team and, and your partner. You. Um, the Bulldog meetups, um, you do them often. You have one coming up this Wednesday. But by the time this comes out, it's probably going to be past. Yeah. I guess for the future, like um, for people that maybe want to be participants of these meetups, like how can they, you know, learn more about it and be a part of it? Um, we we usually just post the meetups. Well, we have them every month. Yeah. Um, of course, during COVID, we stopped doing them yeah. because COVID. But um, after it was a better time, we picked up on it again. Yeah. Um, so now it's every month, once a month. Um, and um, the thing about the meetups, it is, it's not just like, here are the bulldogs, like, eh, like you know, just let your dogs free. And look. Yeah. We want to make it also an experience for the owners. Yeah. So we switch up, we switch up locations. Um, so the bulldogs are, bring your bulldogs, we're going to go at a winery today. Or yeah. bulldog, bring your bulldogs, we're going to meet up at, um, you know, this restaurant. Mm. that's dog friendly and they allowed us to bring their dogs in and big groups and stuff. so it's yeah and, and it, it like it thank god like it's grown and then there's also like um i'm one of the there i'm one of the first people that started the bullet like, or yeah. at least the ones that we do yeah um <coughs> there's three um organizers which is myself another really good friend of ours so it's me my, uh, and, and my partner and then uh, Diana, who started with her, she's a really good friend of ours. And then my buddy that let me rent out his garage, his name is uh, Braulio. Um, he also uh, is part of our organiza organizers. Um, <clears throat> and we're always like, hey, I found this spot. Like, I think they're dog friendly, that we can do this, this and that. Uh, I always spoke with the restaurant owner, they're cool. <clears throat> so we're always trying to change it up for our, our, um, for our meetups and then and also for the dogs, we have a theme. So like when it's like uh, football season, like okay, dress up your dogs in your favorite your favorite sports team jersey, um, or like we're gonna meet up at the beach today. Like you know, come theme. Like your dog better have a a doggy swimsuit or yeah. something. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it's we try to like change it up, and then we also try to like have this dogs on like a, a theme. Yeah. Every every meetup. Yeah. Um, 
So, and then we also use those meetups to create some awareness on other issues or other things that we like to like get the yeah, community to learn I, I about. I noticed that you were also kind of facilitating like adoptions. Like, oh, that's another. That's a new thing for us. Yeah. So before it was like, especially during Thanksgiving and the Christmas ones, especially, um, we were doing blanket drives. So, mm. like, hey guys, we're gonna meet up this, uh, you know, this December, um, on Sunday the twentieth. Yeah. And, um, you know, we're going to be doing a blanket drive. You know, if you want to, um, you know, donate some blankets, we're going to be um, giving, we're going to be taking them to this shelter. Um, this year it's going to be, we chose this shelter. We're going to give, you know, some blankets over to them. <coughs> and then, dude, like the response is crazy. Like the first time we did it, we got like three huge boxes of blankets that we dropped off at the shelter. Wow. Um, and um, <clears throat> or just just people that uh, are part of our community that um, you know one of their dogs randomly got I don't know like one of the dogs got ran over oh, and uh, they can't pay for the bill because it's crazy expensive. Yeah. We use the bulldog meetups. Uh, we do like raffles. Like hey, buy like it's buy this. We're gonna be having this raffle. It's like five dollars a ticket. Whatever we get from that, we're gonna give it to this person to help them out pay for the mm -hmm. bill for their dog. You know. That's so awesome. it's we try to like do things like that, that are helping out and then little did i know that all of that was going to translate to me eventually needing some help when the fire happened mm. so i think that's why people were like let's help them out now yeah you know? that's amazing so. um yeah that's like community yeah. you just got to give homage to community man like communities from all over san jose from multiple categories like it, it, i just feel like at the end of the day like we all we got like that's something that i always say like yeah. we literally are our only saviors like we need to lean on each other and help each other a really young age and i'm like like life is short so i'm like i'm just gonna try whatever pops into my head we're gonna try it out if they work they work if not you know i did it i yeah. tried it so we'll see where it takes us yeah. um but yeah i think that's, a, that's another thing i think that's a great message to close it off with man i yeah. think it's positive and i think you're leading by example um, and I think, like, to your point, that there are people that shy away from pursuing their dreams, their passions, and things that they want to create with their vision. Yeah. And I think, uh, to, to echo what you said, like, for me, on a content perspective, I deal with a lot of creators. And a lot of the times, they have these great ideas, but they're willing, they, they hold out on themselves because they're worried about the feedback of what people are going to yeah. say. But what they're, I tell them is, like, don't be the one that judges the content, let the people judge it. Yeah, exactly. Because they're the ones that are going to tell you if it's dope or not. Yeah, and at the end of the day, you know, even if your product or your content is shit, if you're happy with it, yeah. if, and, and that means you're happy, then you're happy. You yeah, know, like, yep. You know, like, you, you put it out there, um, you know, if it's something that you're, you're happy doing, and even if you don't get the response that you you know that, that you were expecting or not but yeah. dude you did it you know you're 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 doing it you threw it out there yeah and dude it's you you know mm -hmm. who cares what people think like it's you doing the stuff that you want yeah. produce what you want post what you want you know just um it's just as long as you're okay you know with your stuff you're happy at the end yeah um even if your thing's whack <clears throat> or if it, yeah you know if it works out um, but the the most important thing is that I think that um, just you know just do things, uh, try things out, and like I said earlier, if it works, it works. Yeah. If not, you know you did Keep it. Keep going. Yeah. Yeah. No, I I once again, Mario, I appreciate you opening up your space to us and allowing us to you know get these conversations uh, and have these discussions. Uh, I want to give you an opportunity to for the audience tuning in. For the ones that don't know you, barely hearing about your story, um, how can they, you know, support you? How can they follow you? Um, you know, just kind of all that information, so that way people can, you know, yeah, join the movement. I think um, uh, the best way to, I don't know, to 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 help us out is by just following us on social media. Um, we like to post um, our events there, so we we have a lot of events coming up. If you want to just, you know, see what we're all about, um, we're gonna be posting events. You know, even for the rest of the year, like every at least once a month, we have a bulldog meetup. Yeah. And no, then sure. from bulldog meetups, we want to have events for dogs in general for all yeah. of our clients. 
so we're, we do want to host events for all dogs in general that yeah. everybody's you know obviously welcome to yeah so we'll be posting that and the best way is just to show up and and mm. be a part of it yeah um so i think that's that's the best way um our our handle is uh just unity bulldogs um mm. just unity bulldogs in the, in oh, the one word yeah. unity bulldogs one word yep um yeah folks um once again mario i appreciate you uh opening up the space and letting us talk about these things um San Jose is probably going to be the primary people tuning in. Yeah. So any message to the city that you want to give? Uh, I think the biggest thing is just thank you for allowing me to be a part of it. Yeah. Um, I'm def I grew up here. Um, this is my city. I really feel a part of it. So the real message is like, thank you for the blessing of having me, allowing me to keep my business up and running, mm. you know? So just thank you for allowing me to be a part of it. Awesome. Gratitude, man. Good. Um, Potential, potential uh, culture night market Paul event. No, I'm just <laughs> well, oh, yeah, we've been, we've been talking. We've been talking off camera, but hopefully in the future we'll make something happen. Yeah, um, but yeah, um, for the ones tuning in, if you made it to the end of the podcast, thank you for uh, tuning in. Keep, uh, stay tuned for more episodes dropping every Monday at 8 a.m. Pacific time on iTunes, Spotify, and YouTube. You want to keep up with all the shows and all the content we're consistently releasing. Follow M1 Exclusive at EMLN Exclusive at Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, YouTube. Our website coming soon. Much more. Um, so once again, Mario, thank yeah, you. Man. Thank it was you. Was awesome Appreciate experience. you. And shout out to uh, Drago. Drago. Yep. And oh, let me get him on camera. For being an <laughs> awesome <laughs> participant in some of the production here. And uh, if you got a dog and you're trying to get groomed, um, make sure you guys check out Unity Bulldogs. Um, it's your boy BQ. It ain't exclusive. It ain't an M1 exclusive. My guest Mario. Thank and you. Guys. We out. Peace. Thank you.